in 86. And then Martin wrote the first book. And what became a cult now it's time for the Babysitter's Club. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to, to the, the Babysitter's Club Club. Hey Jack, I got this. Hi hi and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. I don't Club. think we say hi hi hey, for Jack, little sister. I got this. Yeah. Hi hi and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club colon little sisters <laughs> episodes. Mini episodes of the Babysitter's Club Club you're used to that you know and love. These are little episodes. Right. Little sister little episodes mm-hmm. hosted by me Tanner Greenring. Yeah, and Jack who Shepherd, hosts the uh, who hosts the doesn't uh, matter. It's unimportant. Club it's clubs. unimportant. Some no, club. I think it's important for the for the listeners of the uh, little sister episodes to know who hosts the babysitters. Some amateur hosts them. I guess people felt bad for him, so they threw him a bone. Can I this, say my name? Actually, now I realize I didn't say my name when you gave me the cue. Can I you said say your name? It's fine. We're good. It's um, by also by me, Jack Shepard. Yeah. Who's also He's one, a part of, of this. one of the major hosts on this show? One of the major hosts on the Little Sister Little episodes. Yeah. Jack Shepard and my co-host. Jack Shepard is the co-host to Tanner Greenring. Me, that's me. I'm Tanner Greenring, and this is my show. It's called Babysitters Club Club: Colon Little Sisters, which is about the Little Sister books, right? About by... the Little Sisters books by Princess Princeton's own. <laughs> Anne and Martin. Yep. They're about Karen Brewer, mm-hmm. Christie's stepsister, who lives in Stony Brook with Watson Brewer on alternating weekends mm-hmm. and like two weeks in the summer. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Guys. It's a spinoff. It's a spinoff. I'm sure you know it's written this. For, it's written for younger audiences. Um, yeah. They're little sisters, little episodes. They're smaller than We can't than keep going normal. over this because this is a little sister, little episode. We got to get through this quickly. <laughs> Jack. Um, yep. Hi. Hi, hi. How are you? Great. Real good. We just recorded an episode. Mm-hmm. You and I have had a few beers. I feel like we need to add a disclaimer to these. Yeah, because we just recorded... Baby Nation, we just recorded an entire <laughs> episode for you. Of our actual of our podcast. hit podcast, The Babysitter's, the Babysitter's Club. 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 And now, without even a pause... No, about a about a two-minute pause. Uh, we, we, we Jackie Radowski'd. <laughs> yep. Into the past. Or the future. Or the knows? future. Anyway. But who can say? Here we are. Recording. We've had a few beers. Yeah. We're feeling good. We're feeling loose. We're feeling ready to record a quick little sis, little ep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that. A brave. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Normally, on the Babysitter's Club Club, mm-hmm. you recap the Babysitter's Club books in one sentence, and it takes you five to ten. On this podcast, the Babysitters Club Club Colon Little Sisters, you take precisely one, one sentence. One sentence. We do one everything. One American sentence, no semicolons. Yeah. To describe the book. Yep. Are you prepared to do so today? I'm prepared to do that. Okay. We do everything a little bit smaller. It's a little episode. Jack. Yep. I invite you to start right now. Prepare to experience. A day so bad it will keep you up at night. Good. Stop. Full period. Karen's. <laughs> you just can't help yourself, huh? Karen's worst day. Two, two sentences. Fear the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call that one sentence, one title, and one... That's a tagline. Baller tagline. <laughs> 
if this was a movie and yeah. I hope it never is. <laughs> that is a that is an excellent tag. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, at this point in the show, yeah. That this is, can I talk now? No, wait. You continue to talk. Yeah, I'm the host. I put thirty seconds, but I do. I put the thirty seconds on the clock. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. All right, say it. You say the thing I'm doing. I at this point in the show, <laughs> Jack puts thirty seconds on his iPhone stopwatch because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but he does it. He puts thirty seconds normally in the Babysitters Club, club, the podcast starring Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. Uh, he puts one minute on the clock for me to recap the books. In these little cis little episodes, he puts 30 seconds on the clock for me to recap the Yeah, I got through this whole book in 30 seconds, my friend. Are you ready to do that? Yep. I'm going to hit start right now. Okay, Karen's having a really bad day. Things, Bad things keep happening to her. She has really bad luck all day. Um, 14 separate incidents happened to her. I'm not going to list them now because I only have 30 seconds. <laughs> but among them is she doesn't catch an episode of Mr. Ed on TV, and she doesn't get a set of temporary tattoos in a box of cereal. Um, it turns around when she decides to change her fate towards the end of the um, book. Uh, she goes out to ice cream with Charlie and Sam. And that's 30 seconds. Okay. Thank you very that's much. That's good. That's good. I think I did it. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the Baby Nation, <laughs> that's what Don't happened in this book. That's what, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Baby Nation, that's what happened in this book. <laughs> I'm allowed to say things. I'm allowed to say I don't think you're allowed to like initiate conversations. <laughs> I'm not allowed to address the baby nation. No, please don't. Um this is a book that's about little things. Yeah, totally. It's about little things. I thought that it reminded me particularly of of a quote by T. S. Eliot. Okay, yeah. As everything does. Uh specifically the quote in the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock. Sure, classic. I have measured out my life with coffee spoons. Uh-huh. God, ooh, how resonant. It's you, like, hey, nailed it, T.S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. We get it. We all drink We all drink coffee. <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, God. That's oh, what this book... Hey, addicted to coffee, huh? Coffee. Coffee's, <laughs> coffee Addicts Anonymous. I have measured out you my and me life. And, you and me and Kathy, oh, huh, T.S. Eliot? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> The Wasteland. <laughs> the alternate title for The Wasteland. Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> Don't talk to me until coffee. Do you know what the alternate title for The Wasteland is? Something racist, I'm sure. It wasn't necessarily a known... No. Do you know what the actual alternate title for The Wasteland was? Yeah. No, tell me. He do the police in different voices. That's a fun fact about The Wasteland. Okay. That stopped you in your fucking tracks. Great. Sleep, Listen. Sleep tight tonight, baby Nate. <laughs> Listen to me. I've measured out my life in coffee spoons. This is a, a book about the triviality of existence. Karen has her literal worst day ever. Yep. And she has 14 bad things happen to her in that day. Yep. They are. I had a scary dream. I fell out of bed. I couldn't find my jeans. No Cruncho prize. No Mr. Ed. Shannon wouldn't play with me. Boo Boo wouldn't play with me either. I had a fight with Hanny. I sort of had a fight with you, Christy. Moosey, her stuffed animal, got ripped. There was no Mr. Venta who was the driver of the mail truck she was hoping to see. Yep. I didn't get any mail. I got sent to my room for being mean to Andrew, and there was no cherry Italian ice. 14 bad things. That's her worst day ever. The point about this is not that it's, like, in the Jack, last book, Jack, Jack, the last Jack, Karen book Jack, that we read, Jack, she broke her arm. There's a secret 15th bad thing, too. Oh, wow. Okay. Which she 
does not want to bring up in front of the adults because the adults are not into witchcraft. But the 15th secret bad thing mm-hmm. is that she saw Morbid of Destiny in her garden growing witchcraft herbs for her spells, such <sighs> as basil mm-hmm. and rosemary. That's the 15th bad thing, but she doesn't bring it up. 15 bad things. She doesn't bring it up in that litany. Do you want to talk about the witch stuff? No. Oh, I, I want, want to. to talk about a little segment that I'm borrowing uh-huh. from another program. Okay. Called the Babysitter's Club Club. Mm-hmm. The segment is a fan favorite and a host favorite. That's a good podcast. It is. It's okay. It's good. It's so good. It's good. And the thing that it, about it that's great is that it's the structure is so good. Yeah. Because it has somebody who just kind of shepherds yeah. the different segments from one to the other. It also has a, this- a host who's really good at green ringing. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a host who's really good at green ringing his way through segments. Okay. Which is uh, a term not a lot of people know, but it's like kind of putting up with someone else's bullshit (laughs) and making it fun and funny and interesting to listen to. Great. Um, You invented a segment, Mm -hmm. Jack Shepard, for our other show, Babysitter's Club Club, called... Great American novel of the week. <laughs> you didn't even know where I was going with it. I had no idea. Great American novel of the week. Do 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 It's not American, but there is a great British novel of the week in this book. Is it T.S. Eliot's Proof Rock and Other Observations? No, it's Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. In Wonderland. Ooh. Did you not pick up on these obvious clues to Alice in Wonderland? I got some rabbit references. There's some rabbit references, sure, but it just keeps going and going and going. Um, Karen, as Jack stated in his long list of bad luck visited Uh upon her, Uh has a bad dream. And in that dream, she is walking up a steep hill. She reaches the top of the steep hill, and a white rabbit encourages her to keep going. Uh She reaches the top of the hill. Thank you, I said, but the rabbit was already gone. I peeked over the hill to see what the road looked like on the other side. There was no road, just a cliff. Then I turned around to coast down the way I came up, but before I could do that, I lost my balance. I was falling. Yeah. Falling. Falling. That is the first reference to Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Lewis's Carroll's classic British novel, Alice in Wonderland. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it keeps going from there. She has continued trouble while she is in Wonderland, mm-hmm. as this bad luck is visited upon her over and over again. <sighs> I hesitate to get into this, yeah, because it's like my Warhammer 40k stuff. Good, good. There's a picture mm-hmm. of Shannon the dog in this book. Yeah, and Shannon the dog looks like a fucking nightmare in this picture. There's some fluid dripping from her mouth. <laughs> And her whole head seems like it is somehow split in twain. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah. It's a nightmare. The picture is yeah. horrifying. And what it reminded me of was the dogs from the Silent Hill franchise. Uh-huh. <laughs> By Lewis Carroll. No. But the Silent Hill franchise have a lot in common with the Lewis Carroll, uh, Alice in Wonderland, and Alice in the Looking Glass books, Jack. Have you ever played the Silent Hill games? No. 
No, no, of course I haven't. Okay, well, there are about a number of people who find themselves on the other side of reality, mm-hmm. where nightmares control the world. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And split-faced dogs haunt them and chase them through their dreams, and they need to find their way out back to reality, where they realize that oh, your life on the English countryside seems so boring. Well, it turns out it's pretty great because fucking you don't have a the queens of dog. hearts are not trying to chop off your goddamn head. Wow, which is also the plot of Alice Through the Looking Glass. And the plot and of... And the plot of Karen's worst day, Little Sister number three. So, my great American novel of the week slash weird Japanese horror survival <laughs> game of the week slash this book of the week is this insurmountable pile of evidence I, <laughs> that that Karen is living out some kind of weird dream. I'm going to try to gloss over the fact that you destroyed what should have been a beautiful segment where we talk about actual great novels yeah. by somehow making it mostly about a video game. Yeah, a, Jap- a Japanese horror game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sounds very fucking awesome, to be yeah, honest. Very popular game. But I will take your broader point that this is a novel that is about a young girl who goes through the looking glass to the other side thank you the dream about the rabbit is utterly terrifying she gets to the crest of the hill and she looks over and there's nothing there's a void and she falls and falls and she falls and then the next moment she wakes up but she wakes up into this fucking nightmare right where mr ed is not on the tv her brother gets a prize in the cereal. Right. But before it's... any of that happens, you know what happens, Jack? What? While she's waking up from this nightmare. Yeah. She wakes up several more times during the night. Did you capture that? No. I did go to sleep, but I kept waking up. Each time I did, I looked at my clock. 11.30, I did capture that. Did you capture the significance of all those passages? I mean, I did look up Bible verses for literally every single one of those passages for what it's worth, but I'm interested. (laughs) Okay. It foreshadows this entire book, Jack. Yeah. Each of those Bible verses. Yeah. These times that she laid out are literally foreshadowing this entire book. Wow. Proverbs 1130. The The fruit fruit of of the the righteous righteous is a tree of of life. life. The one who is wise saves lives. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She's not wise, right? No, she's she makes not wise. the decision to have a bad day. Yeah. And no, she sets up. She sets up her own future. Yeah. Genesis one twenty eight, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Yeah. She can't do like that. Is Shannon the dog? Right. Denies her. Yeah. Shannon, that she As wants to, she, the cat. she goes to cheer yeah. herself up with both Shannon the dog and Booba the cat. Shannon the dog is asleep and Wait. refuses her advances. Booba literally runs into a tree mm-hmm. to avoid Karen. Yeah. And she, she has get, no yeah. dominion over the fish of the sea or the fowl of the air or the every living thing that moves upon the earth. Agreed. Lamentations 344. Thou, Thou hast, hast covered, covered thyself, thyself with, with a cloud. cloud. 
that our prayer should not pass through. Mm-hmm. Even when people try to cheer her up, yeah. like Chrissy does by playing a game of checkers with her, mm-hmm. she has this cloud of gloom over her that no positive thoughts can pass through. Right? Mm-hmm. James 5.16 might be from the Book of Mormon. I'm not sure. <laughs> The, the the book of Latter Day Saints. The, that's a that's a Broadway play, Baby Nation, for those who are keeping score. But anyway, confess your faults to one another, and pray that ye may be healed. How does oh, Karen? She does that. She end fucking does this that. Book. She goes through an apology to her. She, she goes, goes through everyone who she faulted, who she wronged. Yeah. During her very bad day, it's like and apologizes to yeah. each and every one of them. It's like she's in AA. And she, how does the book end, Jack? John 6.59, these things said he in the synagogue as he taught as he taught Capernaum, in Capernaum. Right? Yeah. Jesus went to the synagogue in Capernaum yeah. and healed a man who was possessed of an unclean spirit. Oh, wow. Every single one of these were ripped from the Bible yeah. to tell us exactly what was going to happen in this book. And yet, like rubes, we read the whole thing anyway. Just point by point. That scene where Anna Morton calls out all those Bible verses is the first paragraph of the book. Yep. Do you want to know what happens in the first paragraph of the next chapter? Yeah. She finally wakes up. Yeah. She looks at her clock. Yeah. The time is 8.15. What's 8.15? Jeremiah 8.15. <laughs> we look for peace, but no good came. And for a breath of health, and behold, trouble. Wow. <laughs> this is prophecy. Yeah. The rest were foretelling what's going to happen in this book, but then there was a clear break, a new chapter, a new verse. Karen yeah. is doomed. Jesus. I don't think any good is ever going to come of Karen in any of these books. We looked for peace, but no good came. Jeremiah's worst day. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right there in the text, man. This is I, like... <laughs> It's so beautiful what Anne Martin does. Yeah. She, like, can you think about, like, what it took to craft something like this? I mean, she's obviously read the Bible many times. Every version of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Including the Book of Latter-day Saints. Right. Including the Torah. Yeah. Including the New Testament. Yeah. She knows exactly what she's doing. New International, King James, it's all there. Yeah. Uh, And then she throws it in this book. That is about somebody... Who has fallen away from grace. Falling, 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 falling away from grace. We look for peace, but no good came. And for a time of health and behold trouble. We have measured out our lives in coffee spoons. <laughs> you bring T.S. Eliot into this. <laughs> um, the other thing that Karen does in her litany of sins and falling away from grace. I did not expect this to be a religious episode, but it seems like that's where we're going here. Yeah. You better be- fucking believe it. Is, have you read The Crucible? No. <laughs> Arthur Miller? Yeah. The play? About the witches? Yeah. Maybe I have. Yeah. Actually, I have. But this this book has a, a huge amount of resonance with that play, which is that Every time something goes wrong in this bad day, Karen cries out against witches. The cat ran away from me. It must be because because a witch cast a spell. 
which literally casts a spell in this book, Jack. That's a debate that I'm anxious to have with you right Great, now. Great, let's have it right now. Okay, fine. Let me read let's a passage to you. Great. Suddenly, two things happened at once. Boo-Boo jumped to the ground. Boo-Boo's in a tree. Mm-hmm. Karen chased Boo-Boo up a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and in her garden, the witch exclaimed crossly, Oh, fiddlesticks. Yeah. She began waving a rake around. Boo-Boo took one look at her and raced to the house. Fiddlesticks. Was that a magic witch word? Yeah. A spell for cats? Mm-hmm. Had morbid a destiny? Put a spell on Boo-Boo? I didn't understand why this fucking woman is going around spending her time cursing the cat next door. Like, there's a problem in these books. There's a problem in these Karen Brewer books, which is that... I know why. Morbid of Destiny is supposed to be this all-powerful witch. We know she has witch meetings. We know she invites other witches to witch meetings. We know that she has, like, a cabal of witches who are doing super nefarious shit. And we know... In Stony Brook. That why she, is she wasting we know, time Jack, that cursing she is a, a cat? That she is a sentinel. We know that she is that's looking a out. Surf, surfer reference? No, that's Harold. Uh, Sentinels are the big robots who guard the X Men. And a reference to Lay Miz. We know that she is keeping an eye out for Karen Brewer. Right. Trying to cultivate the magic within her. She's a Snape like character. Mm-hmm. The reason she's. Snape Baby Nation is a character from Harry Potter. Yeah, no, they, the... know, they know who Snape is. <laughs> uh, the reason she is slinging curses. And spells at this cat. Mm-hmm. Boo Boo is the white rabbit. <laughs> Boo Boo is trying to guide Karen away from this path of magical potency. Boo Boo is trying to guide Karen to the cliff. She's trying to make her take the plunge away from magic, away from the occult, away from sin, away from sin. No, maybe no, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I loved watching that play out. <laughs> I don't know. What's good and what's bad in this? Morbid of Destiny who's is Who's right ba- and who's wrong? Baby who's Nation, good and who's Baby evil? Baby Nation and Tanner. Morbid of Destiny is a bad witch. No. Morbid of Destiny a is a witch. She's a bad What is good? What is bad? You know what's bad? Being a fucking bad witch. Great. Being you sound witch. like... Well, who are you? Thomas Aquinas? Like, <laughs> Thank you. That is literally... The are you some like thing. crazy religious fanatic? <laughs> you're like that guy from the Disney movie Nunch- Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like you're like sitting here like ah witchcraft. No, I liked it better when you said that it was Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> that was you know, fucking Thomas Aquinas awesome. hated masturbation, right? That was Kant. No, that was Thomas Aquinas. He probably wasn't in favor. <laughs> Kant specifically hates <laughs> masturbation. There's a whole baby nation. If this stays in the edit, look it up. Kant has a whole thing. That he says you shouldn't make yourself an object unto yourself. That's his thing. I think you've got some pretty prudish views of what is good and what is evil, Jack. There is no good and there is no evil. We're all capable of both good and evil. Okay. Right? But Morbid of Destiny is an evil witch who lives next door to Karen Brewer. She is a, a witch. force for good. All right, new topic. Uh, Jazz, <laughs> you and I have a recurring segment on this show. Mm-hmm. Babysitter's Club Club, colon, Little Sisters series. Mm-hmm. It's a little like a segment you may have heard on the Babysitter's Club Club. Yeah. That segment is mm-hmm. called Burn of the Week. Mm-hmm. These are books for children. Okay. The burns are a little less potent. Mm-hmm. What we call it here is... First degree burn of the week. First degree burn of the week. Yep. Yeah. Did you capture one this week? Yeah. Here's one. It's a exchange between... Karen Brewer, the protagonist of yep. this 
particular novel. Yeah. And her brother Andrew. Yep, I captured it too. So this this is both of ours. Wow, cried Andrew. Yep. New movies. Andrew gets some new movies in the mail that are sent to him by his godparents, who apparently are not Karen's godparents. Karen's upset. Let's go watch them right now, says Andrew. No way, I replied. Why not, asked Andrew. And this is the moment where we get to the burn portion of this particular interchange. Yep. Because, pay close attention, Baby Nation. Because, says Karen, I don't want to watch movies with an egghead. You look like an egghead, Andrew. I think I will call you Mr. Baldy from now on. Yeah, it's good. Very good burn. Ugh, it's beautiful. And it takes a few logical leaps, too, which is really it's cool. Beautiful. We are assuming that Andrew is not actually bald. No, but he's, he's a young boy. He's eight. He's a young boy. He's eight. He is not a victim of male pattern baldness. But what he does love... Yeah. Is watching movies that his godparents send him. Yeah, which is a pretty nerdy... Watching movies is for nerds. Yeah. Being a nerd means being an egghead. If you're an egghead, you have literal egg for a head. You know what? Eggs don't bald. grow on the top of themselves? Hair. Hair. Therefore, Mr. You, Baldy. Andrew. Yeah. Are Mr. Baldy. <laughs> yeah. It's Very beautiful. good burn. It's beautiful. Yeah. A burn on par with some of the burns of the week. Yeah. That we have read in the Babysitter's Club books. Yeah, yeah. But this is this is a first-degree burn. Yeah, it's a first-degree burn. I honestly, like, I know this segment is called first-degree burn. That's a second-degree burn. Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah, Mr. Baldy. Really First, good it, burn. It, she hits him with a one-two. You're, oh, he's like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm an egghead. Before he can even recover from yeah. being called an egghead, yeah. she hits him with Mr. Baldy. Mr. Baldy. And he's just devastated. Cool. It's like yeah. she punches him in the stomach and he doubles over. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, I can't believe you punched me. And then, like, as he's thinking that, she yeah. uppercuts him right yeah. in the chin. And this little eggy chin. Oh, and the shell just cracks because yeah. he immediately starts crying. Yeah. Be- beautiful, <laughs> brutal. Karen and then Watson Brewer. Brewer's like, Karen apologizes. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I won't apologize to Mr. Egghead and storms out of the room. Um, good stuff. Uh, oh, there's a, she has another burn uh, on Hanny that's li- literally on the same. Did you capture this? This is my one? second capture. <laughs> this is the second thing I captured, but it wasn't quite as good as the one-two punch. It's not quite as good, but it's good enough to read. Uh, she and Hanny have a fight. As it's, one of, it's like number seven on her litany of bad things that happen in her bad day. She's pissed at Hanny because Hanny and her brother want to go on a bike ride want to go on a bike ride to a picnic at the river yeah uh karen cannot ride her bike because as we stated in little sister number two karen broke her arm yeah karen's roller skates she broke her arm yep so Uh, she can't she can't ride her bike and she can't go to the river because she can't risk getting her cast wet yeah Uh, so she's furious at she's furious at annie and she calls her a toad yeah which is you know already pretty like that's a first degree burn she says you're a toad you're a toad then Hanny says, David, Michael, and Linny left, but Hanny stayed behind. You called me a toad, she said. I'm glad you can't come with us. We wouldn't want you. Yep. Karen, without skipping a fucking beat, not a second passes, yeah. she just turns around. She says, well, I wouldn't <laughs> want to go on a picnic with a toad. <laughs> <laughs> and who would? And who fucking would? Eat it, Hanny. Eat it, Hanny. Yeah. Good Hanny, stuff. Hanny almost had a first degree burn there with... We wouldn't want you anyway. You yeah. called me a toad. We wouldn't want you anyway. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, yeah. pretty good. Solid stuff. Uh, nope. Here yeah. comes Karen back 
with a vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who'd want to eat a picnic with a toad anyway? Yeah, it's already established that you are a toad. Yep. And not the kind of toad I would want to go on a fucking <laughs> picnic with. Good stuff, solid stuff. Jazz, we're just ripping and tearing, huh. ripping and tearing through segments. But, yep. Do you have a question for me, my man? When we're recording, mm-hmm. Babysitter's Club. Club. There is a segment mm-hmm. that the hosts do mm-hmm. where they discuss the things that made them openly weep. These books have no, there's nothing that makes us weep. Mm-hmm. But was there anything that gave you a little sniffle? A little <laughs> just a, <laughs> sniffle? Just a little sniffle? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right at the end of the book, after Karen Brewer has had her terrible fucking day, Charlie and Sam. Is this your little sniffle? You just can't keep falling in line. No, that's fucking great. This is perfect. My little sniffle. Yeah. Our little sniffle. Our little sniffle. Yeah. Karen is having a very bad day. Yeah. Very bad luck day. Yeah. She decides to turn around her fate. Yeah. She decides to, to turn around her own fortune. Uh-huh. She was at the bottom of the wheel. Yeah. And now she's, craw- she's crawling her way back up. Boethius is turning in his fucking grave right now. She's making her own fortune. Yeah. She's spitting in the face yeah. of Lady Fortune. <laughs> uh, she recounts to her entire family what a bad day she's had. Uh-huh. Charlie and Sam, two older boys who could drive, invite her to... The local ice cream shop. She gets a chocolate soda, and while they're there eating their ice cream, a bunch of Charlie's cool friends show up. They see Karen at the table, and they say to her, Whoa, who are you? Uh, Charlie, is this your new girlfriend? Charlie's like, Nah, this is my sister. Nah, it's my sister. And they say, Sister? (laughs) I would have assumed she's your wife. Yeah. And she says, No, six-year-olds can't get married. And they're like, What? Six? Six years old? You look like you could be 26. Yeah. And Karen is just like holding back tears at this point. She's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. This is what I needed right now. And that's literally what turns her bad day into a good day. Unless don't morbid a destiny threw a little spell on her. To make her appear 26. To make her appear 26. Which creates a whole different reading. Do you think she did that? Maybe the fiddlestick spell yeah. that Karen thought was on Boo-Boo? was being cast upon Boo-Boo was actually being cast upon Karen. Yeah, to make her seem older than she was. And for most people... It's a fucking glamour. And for most people, that's a curse. Right. You cast that on a 45-year-old to make right. them look 65? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you were cursing them. But... Morbid Destiny is looking out for her young protege, and she's casting this curse, right. in scare quotes, on her to make her look, instead of six, 26. Yeah. Maybe you're onto something there, man. Yeah. And I love that you've come around on my theory that I want to be clear. Morbid Destiny is a Snape-like character no, looking no. out for her young protege. I want to be clear that I haven't come around on that. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to explore all possible options in the text. Listen, I want to talk about Listen. one thing before we wrap up for the day. This is a little sister, little episode. Don't you dare. It's a little sister. My, hey, little this episode. is a little sister, little episode. No, 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 I'm not ending. I just want to talk about one little thing. Yeah. In the last little sister book, we are introduced to a frankly terrifying cast of characters. The Bone Doctor. Yep. The Ice Cream Man. Yep. And. Dog Catcher. The Dog Catcher. Yeah. 
this book we only had one new frightening character, frightening character in the Karen verse. The Crunch O people. Oh, the Crunch O people. Yeah. There's a chapter in this book that is called The Bad Mean Crunch O People. Um The Crunch O People. The you know Crunch O people. They crunch O people's dreams. They crunch <laughs> They crunch O people's dreams. The Cruncho is the name of a cereal in the Sitterverse. God, they're like Satan. They like they prance in front of you. They say, yeah. "Here's the thing you want most, Karen. A it's prize a in your cereal. Here's what you want. You're 26 years old. Like all the boys are noticing you. Here's a prize in your cereal. Oh, Crun- you want tattoos? Wouldn't yeah. that make you feel so old oh, and sophisticated? So cool. Tattoos. There's a tattoos in the bottom of the box of the Cruncho cereal. Why did cereal you is called Cruncho. Andrew gets the tattoos. Karen's upset. That's number looks, one he thing. He looks Bandit. so fucking cool oh, and old so cool. and sophisticated. Yeah, he looks awesome. He looks 26. In fact, people love him so much that they just send him gifts. Karen's upset about it. Her mom, Elizabeth, says, you know what? You're upset. We're going to open a second box of Cruncho cereal. The Cruncho people aren't going to let us down. We're going to pour the cereal into a bowl, and we're going to find the prize at the bottom of the cereal box. Yep. She finds a prize. She's like, my day is finally turning around. She opens the packet. It's empty. There's nothing inside. It's an empty promise. It's emptiness. I have measured out my life (laughs) in coffee spoons. It's the mundane reality of these superficial, it's a death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, it's a death it's by a just, thousand coffee spoons. Exactly. It's these little things. It's these trivialities of existence. You reach into the fucking... The Baby Nation, has this never happened to you? It's never happened to Baby Nation. Jack, it has been truly a pleasure. God, it was so good speaking to you this yeah. week. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, um, let, me, let me take us out. Let's, this has been... How about I take us out? No, no, no. You don't take us out. I take us out. This has been Babysitter's Club Club Colon Little Sister, book number three, Karen's Worst Day. Fear the daylight. Fear the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> next week, yeah. and by next week, I mean at some indeterminate point in the future, mm-hmm. you and I, Jack Shepard, will be discussing book four in the Babysitter's Club Club Colon Little Sister series, Karen's Kitty, kitty Cat, Cat Club. Club. Speaking of kitty cat clubs, yeah, there's a cute little boy. <laughs> yeah. Just getting the pets of his lifetime on the table in front of me right now, and his name is Midshipman Jenkins. Yeah, that's his rank in oh, Her Majesty's God, Navy. Just soaking it up. Jack, it has been truly a pleasure speaking to you tonight. It's been a pleasure speaking you tonight. <laughs> Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, it has truly been a pleasure to speak to you tonight. No, I liked I liked it the way I said it before. <laughs> Jack, it has truly been a pleasure to speak to you tonight. It's been a pleasure speaking to you tonight as well. <laughs> Claudia is wearing a no, bra now. that's not our sign-off for this and one. And the way she talks... Yeah, cut his mic. It's not our sign-off. Claudia's wearing a bra now. The way she talks, you think boys had just been invented. Fiddlesticks. Talk to me, Tanner, to say a few things. Quick, hi, hi, quick, and welcome quick. to the Babysitter's Club Club colon Little Sisters series. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Tanner. Wait, no, 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 we're just, no, we're doing a mic check. No, I know. Fuck you.
I know what we're doing. That upset me. It upset me. <laughs> it upset me even in the mic check. For some reason, we have to do the mic check super fast as well. I'm stopping it now. We're stopping it now. Say something. Hi, it's me, Tanner Greenring. Great, that's enough.